Welcome to Equipped and Established, a podcast of Valley Bible Church where we seek to equip people with the Word of God to be established in the truth. Hey everyone, this is episode 24 of the Equipped and Established podcast. Thanks for listening. Today's episode is part of our 10-minute theology series where we talk about a certain topic of theology in around 10 minutes. And this week we are continuing to dive deeper into the broader topic of theology proper, which is the study of God in general. And we've been over the last many weeks kind of working our way through the attributes of God. And so today we're kind of like turning this corner a little bit into maybe some attributes that might be more familiar uh, to some of you. And so um, more words that you've heard before and um, as we start turning to Uh, Like today, we're specifically talking about that God is true and faithful. Um, And then the coming weeks, talking about like the goodness of God, the love of God. Like, again, some of these attributes that we might be more familiar with. And and just starting out, I just encourage you, right, as we approach these topics that might be more familiar sounding. I think sometimes we can let that familiarity kind of um, make us lose how important and significant these traits really are. And so I just encourage you, hopefully, as we approach these, that we would still seek to really understand them well because of it tells us more about, again, who God is, and that should be important, so we should value that. But as we'll see each time, it also has kind of massive implications for us as well of um, how God relates to us and how we ought to then respond and, and all that, okay? So hopefully this will be an encouragement and all that. And so, like I said, today we're focusing on the attribute that God is true and faithful. And when we think of those attributes, I don't know if we would normally associate kind of those two attributes as belonging together. And sometimes they're kind of dealt with distinctly as two separate things. But I do think the Bible presents God as being true and faithful, as kind of being connected. And this can be seen uh, in just the reality of the fact that many times in Scripture, the same Hebrew word is this is what is translated faithful or other times true. And so there can be some overlap there. And when we kind of step back and consider these two attributes, I think it will become even more clear how they are connected. Okay, so so let's dive deeper into this. And so let's start with the fact that God is true. And so really, what does this mean? And we're going to focus primarily on kind of three aspects of this attribute. Um, uh, in this podcast. All right. So let's hit these real quick. Try to stay under our 10 minutes here. And so, okay. So what does this mean that God is true? So first off, the fact that God is true means that he is the one true God. Okay. There's that aspect that that's what we're referring to. And we see scripture is clear on that. Uh, Jeremiah 10, 10 refers to the Lord as the true God which then stands in contrast in the following verse to the false gods who will all perish from the earth and from under the heavens. Okay, so, but that he, Jeremiah refers to the true God. First uh, John 5.20 uh, states, And we know that the Son of God has come and has given us understanding so that we may know him who is true. And we are in him who is true. In his Son, Jesus Christ, he is the true God and eternal life. Notice that emphasis on truth there of the true God, him who is true, and he is the true God. Okay, so very clearly, 
scripture lays out that God is the one true God. Okay? So that's the first aspect. Second aspect, God being true also means that all he does and says is true. Okay, we see that affirmed throughout scripture as well. Titus 1-2 uh, states that, uh, refers to God as the God who never lies. Okay, so God is incapable of lying because he is that God that is true. He is that true God, a God of truth. Uh, we see even his word described as being true in Psalm 119 in a couple of verses. Uh, verse 142 uh, states, your righteousness is righteous forever and your law is true. And then a few verses later in verse 151, uh, but you are near, O Lord, and all your commandments are true. And so again, we see this emphasis on uh, the God's words, his works, all that is being true. And now when we say that all his works and words are true, this doesn't mean they are true because they conform to some subjective standard of what we decide is true or not. Okay, that's important for us to understand. Like, okay, so what is the standard of, like, truth? Okay, that, that what determines if God's word is true or not? And really, they are true, not because we have decided them to be true, but rather, and this kind of ties into our third uh, aspect of God being true, um, all his words are true because God, being the true God, the one true God, is the final standard of truth. Okay? He, God and his word is the final standard of truth. Okay? And so God's words are true because he is the standard of truth. And there's a little bit of kind of maybe circular reasoning in that sense, right? But you have to have that kind of final objective standard and God being the one true God is that standard. Okay, which is why his word can be referred to as truth. So like in John 17, 17, Jesus states, sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. Okay, so I like that. Like there is an aspect we saw in like Psalm 119 that your words are true. But then Jesus actually states like your word is truth itself. Okay, it is truth. And so what this means is that something is true if it lines up with God's words. And so something that does not line up with his words is not true. Okay, he is that final standard of what is true. Okay, so again, moving quickly through this, but that's really this idea of those three aspects are what we mean when we say that God is true. Okay, so we see scripture is clear on that. But now we need to make that connection of how this relates to his faithfulness, and hopefully we can start seeing these connections. But if God is true, and all that he says and does is true, then that means when he promises to do something, it will actually happen because what? He cannot lie. All his words are true. Okay? And so then what do we call someone who always does what they say they will do? They're faithful. Okay, so you can see how these two attributes are connected. And so really the Lord's faithfulness flows out of the fact that he is true. Okay, because all that he says and does is true means that he will always do what he says because he won't lie. 
And so that explains that he is then faithful. And we see, again, Scripture confirms this as well, the faithfulness of God. Deuteronomy 32, verse 4, states uh, that the Lord is the God of faithfulness. Psalm 33, 4, states that all the Lord's work is done in faithfulness. Okay, so he is the faithful God because he is the true God. And all that he says is true. He cannot lie. And so when he promises to do something, he will do it. He will be faithful. Okay. And so kind of last little bit here, let's kind of bring this into some application. Hopefully you can already see some comforting truths here. Um, First of all, if God's words are true and the final standard of truth, then we can take comfort knowing that the Bible and all the promises and claims of the Bible will stand up to whatever arguments are brought against it. Okay, people always try to disprove different aspects of the Bible, but we can have uh, confidence knowing that truth will stand. Okay, and if God's word is true, then it will stand. Okay. Second kind of comforting thing here is I think we all have probably experienced disappointment because we have been let down by someone who has promised to do something but then failed to live up to that promise. Or maybe even on like you've been on the other end where of a situation where you yourself have failed to follow through with a promise you've made to someone, right? And so this can be, again, very hurtful, a discouraging experience for us to have. But how amazing is it to realize that because God is true, he will always be faithful to all that he has promised us. There will be no letdown because you failed to follow through. And so this means we can hold his promises with confidence, knowing that he will be faithful. That is so comforting, right? Because there are so many promises throughout scripture and God will be faithful to all of them. Okay, he is not like us who sometimes let people down and make promises we just can't keep, whether intentionally or unintentionally. But instead, God will be faithful to fall through with all of them. That's such a comfort. And then kind of the last uh, application I'm thinking about here is uh, we, we're called to imitate God, right? We're called to imitate him. And so kind of in this aspect, like, do you just strive to be a person who speaks truth? Okay, again, we're not going to do that perfectly. We don't live up to that standard, but do you strive for that, right? We see commands in the New Testament that call believers to be people of truth, right? Um, For example, Ephesians 4.25, Therefore, having put away all falsehood, let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor, who are members of one another. And then even Colossians 3.9-10, through Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and put on the new self, which is being renewed in the knowledge after the image of its creator. So again, we're being renewed after the image of our creator. And part of that is we don't lie. We speak truth, okay? Because we're uh, being more conformed to the image of God, okay, in our lives. And so does that characterize your life? Do you strive for that to be a person who speaks truth, who strives to be faithful, in their promises or things they've uh, said they're going to do that they actually follow through. Okay. And again, we fall short. We do, but are we striving to be like God in this way, right? To be imitators of him in this way. And so hopefully 
uh, those are some good applications for you to consider of the comforting as well as hopefully maybe even the challenging here uh, as we reflect on our own lives. Okay, so we covered a lot really quick, already at 12 minutes, so we need to uh, kind of wrap it up here, and that's going to do it for today's episode. Okay, so we'll catch you all next time.